सलाम नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन जी हाँ ये टाइम है जब आपने ट्यून किया है हमारे शो को चार सात बजकर पांच मिनट ट्यूसडे का दिन है इसका मतलब ये कि कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन आ गया है आप सबके लिए दिस इज अ शो दैट इज ब्रॉट यू बाय जीनियस किड्स हमारे साथ जुड़ती हैं द सीईओ एंड फाउंडर ऑफ जीनियस किड्स मिस रेनू डुलन एवरी ट्यूजडे सेवन टू सेवन थर्टी एंड वी टॉक अबाउट थिंग्स दैट मैटर विद डैट लेट मी ओपन अप एंड ओपन द शो रेडियो जिंदगी पर आप हैं कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन पर रेनू जी आपका बहुत 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 वेलकम है स्वाति जी गुड इवनिंग जी हाँ आज मैं आपको ट्रम्प करने वाली हूँ सत्यकाल बोलूंगी सत्यकाल जी आप हमेशा मुझे ट्रम्प करती है कुछ नया बोल के सत्यकाल का रिप्लाई भी सत्यकाल होता है तो हम आपको इंट्रोड्यूस करेंगे हमारे स्पेशल गेस्ट जिनकी आवाज आपने अभी अभी सुनी या फिर आपने हमें देखा होगा फेसबुक लाइव पर रेडियो जिंदगी के पेज पर नहीं देखा है तो फिर भी टाइम है यू कैन जस्ट चेक अस आउट ऑन फेसबुक बट गेस्ट की तरफ आने से पहले हम आज रेनू से क्विकली पूछते हैं उनके इवेंट के बारे में विपाशा वासु और करण गिल सिंह ग्रोवर ग्रोवर जॉबी मुंडा ऑल राइट सो आई वेरी गेट वॉट आर द प्रेप प्रेप इज वेरी वी गॉट ऑल आर अवॉर्ड इज सिलेक्टेड गोइंग टू द होटल टूमोर टू फाइनलाइज सो होपली एवरी थिंग्स गोइंग गो स्मूथ एंड आई जस्ट विश दिस कोरोना वायरस विल डिसअपेयर ओ बट अदर देन दैट एवरी थिंग्स गोइंग वेरी वेल एंड वी वेरी एक्साइटेड एंड वी हैव अ ग्रेट लाइनअप एंड देन वी ऑल्सो हैव आई मैंशन लास्ट टाइम वी हैविंग लाइनअप ऑफ लिटल टू इयर ओल्स टू इलेवन इयर ओल्स द फ्यूचर वेमेन ऑफ दिस कंट्री द फ्यूचर सीईओज बींग प्रेजेंटेड बाई बेलो जूरी विच इशीना न्यू कंपनीज वी एक्साइटेड अपॉन दैट Do you have all the bellas sorted, or people can all still? All the bellas, no, no, no. We're done. We got our little bellas already from actually eighteen months. Wow, so that's my little Gia, eighteen months, okay. and all the way through to age eleven. All right, so. तो अगर आपकी बेलाज हैं वो अगले साल के लिए प्रिपेयर कर सकती है बिकॉज फॉर दिस ईयर वी आर फुल एंड वी लुकिंग फॉरवर्ड टू ट्वेंटी फर्स्ट मार्च टिकट अवेलेबल सुलेखा डॉट कॉम कैन आस यूर देसी क्वेश्चन खाने में क्या है I'll find out tomorrow and I'll find out the menu. <laughs> All right, okay. So we will wait for an update yeah, next week. Yeah. All right. So moving on, आज हम अपने आपके साथ आप लेके आई हैं हर बार की तरह एक और you know inspiring guest क्योंकि I think 2020 का theme has been inspiring. Yes, it has. It has, and it seems to roll back to genius kids. So for the past few weeks, I've been bringing my students, right. and although he could pass off for being one of my students, of course, such a young kid, some Punjabi uh, young fellow, but um, this is uh, the one of the daddies. Of two of the students I used to teach, so we have with us a very well-known. Uh, I don't think he needs any introduction to Barry because he used to be on radio himself, and he just mentioned that the nostalgia. He says he wants to uh, come back. Thank so you. we have with us Dr. Dalveer Pannu, uh, who's a dentist, very well known. Um, no introductions needed. Everywhere you go, you talk about genius kids being well known. I think uh, the dental world. Dr. Pannu is the one dentist that came out there. Started. I mean, I've never seen a dentist market the way he does. I met him when he was opening his first practice, and um, got on got on radio. I mean, he's done it all. All right. So, what surprised me, and the reason why I have him on my show, is um, I suddenly. I used to see him take all these pictures on Facebook and post mm-hmm. them, and he was always on trips, and it was all related to Sikhism. And I said, "Okay, what's this young dude up to?" And next thing we know, he has his book out, and now from a dentist to an author. So on that note, welcome. Uh, I call you Babu, but I'm not going to call you Babu on air. I'm bold to call you, Doctor Pandu. Welcome. Thank you so much, Mister. It's always a pleasure to see you, and I uh, really appreciate. And I'm going to try to not smile too much because I know some of my feelings <laughs> are going to show. Yeah, Rino, could you just fix this, uh, that one? Yes. 
Send it, yeah, on him. All right, good. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, my heartiest thanks to Ms. Renu for inviting me here today. Actually, the minute I entered the, the studio, uh, it actually uh, made me nostalgia, like nostalgic about all the memories I used to have with the radio station. So really appreciate your this thoughtfulness. You know, I had been missing on radio for quite a while. So today, all those uh, memories are coming back to my mind, and I we hope you come back because I used to have I used to be intrigued. Most of my uh, dental questions used to be answered on air, or people would be calling about their teeth and Dr. Panu. Would yes, time to uh, come back. I'm going to text Neeraji. Neeraji, Panuji wants to come back. <laughs> sure, sure, of course. You know, I've been touch with Neeraji for all this time, but uh, I think it's the time to uh, give it a fresh start again now. Sure. So, from a dentist to an author, wow. So, I know you love photography, I knew that, and I know you were always, you know, always talking about Sikhism, even when we had done our Sikh cultural events, you were a big supporter of them. So, what has made you, uh, so let's start with the name of your book. So, the name of the book is The Sikh Heritage Beyond Borders. The Sikh Heritage Beyond Borders. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that. What's the story behind this book? So, um, as I was working as a dentist in Bay Area, as you know, we have patients from all different ethnicities, and many of them from Iran, Afghanistan, Turkey, Egypt, Pakistan, Bangladesh. So, over all these years, I started making friends with the people from those cultures, and I found everyone was telling that I was very surprised because in the books or in the media, we hear of very few functional Gurdwaras. Right. And people started telling me these things, so I thought, okay, we can be really, um, we can be of some utility to the people living in India because we can act like a middle person here because we have uh, privilege to visit those countries with, when some researchers from India cannot access those uh, remote areas, especially of Pakistan. Mm -hmm. So I utilized my friend's contacts here and I started visiting Pakistan. Uh, most of those buildings were not functional gurdwaras. Some of them are houses now, some, um, you know, they, they put their cattle there or some kind of storage places or hospitals, dispensaries, colleges, universities. So it was difficult to access them because sometimes they don't want those to be disclosed. Mm -hmm. But most of the time we found very well reception in India, in Pakistan, sorry. And uh, most of the work was done with the help of my field team who are working in Pakistan even at this minute. We are working on some other projects too. Wonderful. So you, your whole purpose was to go and find where Gurdwaras used to be or still are? No, these are all used to be. My purpose is to find out those places where Gurbani is written. Like all six on all parts of the world, they go by Shri Guru Sahib. That's the right. Holy Scripture, as right. you know that. So my main focus of research is to find out when the Bani is being written by Shri Guru Nanak Dev Ji, he's writing according to the local dialect language of those people and there is some story behind it. That depends upon the socio-political arena of that particular time. So I I have tried to associate all these buildings in Pakistan where the Bani is being written, the holy compositions are being written, so that increases the heritage value for non-Sikh researchers also. Like there are a lot of museums in the world that they, uh, kind of uh, have shown a lot of interest in heritage of Europe, heritage of um, Spain, those kind of places where they just see the artworks. In Pakistan, what I have showed in my book is that not only we have very beautiful frescoes, artwork and all, but the most important thing is that the actual holy uh, Gurbani, which is being read by Sikhs throughout the world, was written, was composed by Guru Sahib at these particular places and it has a very different meaning then we just read it as such. It is supposed to be utilized as needed according to that particular situation. Whenever we get into life, into our personal life, that particular problem, if we attach it with that similar thing which Guru Sahib went through and that's when he's composing those hymns, that, that starts making very different, relevant, practical application of the Holy Give Lord. me an example. 
there are many examples you know i would say when gurusa went to one village uh, there was a child who died there and then the, he consoled the parents by by saying that and those were vanjara people living there then he has written this vanjara mitra is called pare in in uh, shri guru granth sahib it, it comes under the category of pare mm-hmm. and those particular hymns that are being written if someone is reading those now in the similar situation when there is a death of a child or someone it starts making all sense like you know how to console a person in that but once we know okay this is a gurudwara which i have shown in the book and you connect it with that particular composition and god forbid somebody gets into that kind of situation in their life then it starts making lot of sense like how guru sahab consoled at that that particular time then that particular situation so there are multiple situations like that in pakistan in different places where we find these places connecting to the janam sakhis where later on guru sahab being of poetic you know that was his main um, his main ideology whatever he was saying he was saying in the form of poetry right so in, in the sufism and he was combining it all together and uh, sufism word actually it comes more from iran persia nature right. like those right. he was very well in touch with a lot of biggest sufis of that particular time and when they used to visit in the dense forest around talwandi guru sahab is known in, during his early child to have spent time with a lot of those sufis so there is a huge influence of sufis and even other sauds from uh, in the um, traditions also so his work has been a kind of combination of all the best he could find from different cultures of that time and he put into practical perspectives for us to be used as needed as whenever we need it now how did you come up with this i mean i know as a dentist you're very busy you can never get an appointment with any dentist let alone dr pannu how did you i mean what inspired you to do this and why i mean i know you mentioned talking to people but there's got to be something deeper over here then actually it has been i've been lucky to have met people like you yourself mr nodelon <laughs> who have inspired me over the years no this is serious i remember when you had your first genius kids place and then we went uh, even to cruise and we you really helped me you know when you had the first um, it was a uh, beauty pageant you know the, yeah. i went to the airport to get the girls around there and i <laughs> i did a different motivation yeah. <laughs> I saw them without the crowns and I said ke kudiyan kithe ne they said we are the kudiyan <laughs> I was still looking behind because when you say them on the stage and modeling everybody of course looks very different you know <laughs> I hope those kudiyan listening you can throw eggs at Dr Pandu no, 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 they won't be listening it's, it's I think two decades ago thing so anyways so from all those times you know I kind of worked hard and followed you and many other people like you know with through you I met a lot of people in the community wherever I was going you were helping me introducing so I think that kind of inspires us to do something different you know you always talk about franchise that time and that's what i think i try to do in my business also i try to uh, scale it so that i can uh, do the things that i like to do which are things like this like writing a book and research in pakistan has been a very very expensive hobby for me but i'm glad that my business was in good condition Absolutely. to to well, dr panu is nine clinics in the bay area so wow. talk about scaling yeah to manage nine dental clinics <laughs> not a joke yeah. not a joke so inspiration was i would say from people like yourself or anyone who has done something little out of the box that has always inspired me to just do something different and then uh, in pakistan these buildings i always feel like you know my grandparents were from pakistan who moved in 1947 mm-hmm. they always wanted to visit so i took my grandmother her video is very popular on youtube when she goes into her old house mm-hmm. and she the first thing she said ki ethe meri doli utri thi matlab she still oh, remembers the oh, place right. yeah yeah so the minute we entered pakistan we never heard this word from her mouth for these 70 years wow. the minute she enters her home that's the first thing she says and it after so special yeah and then after spending couple hours there in that house then she said if you don't mind can i also visit my my cake 
oh. which was about 5 miles from there her parents mm-hmm. house so we went that that also so actually it was combination of my grandparents stories that have been hearing about pakistan mm-hmm. those uh, places those large farmlands and all that that okay. have always intrigued me about that particular piece of land and with modern political situation it has been very difficult Yes. to get access to those things there are a lot of agencies there are a lot of government organization you have to be careful but i think living in bay area helps us tremendously so i fully utilized our contacts here in india in pakistan all over on the globe to access find those places i went quite deep into the revenue system records and all to find out ki kinni zameen lagi hui hai kinne records ne kinne loki rehnde si how many people are still living now who is the current caretaker and what can we do in the long run right uh, we'll talk about your research in just a yeah. little bit but i'm uh, just curious to know that how do you think this research and this book of yours is going to help the you know coming generation because gurbani aapke you know i'm sure skick six jo practice karte hain padhte honge but now to you know put the pictures in perspective and for this new young generation it uh, what are your thoughts on that actually it's very good question the biggest uh, advantage of this kind of research is to bring india and pakistan closer in my opinion because these buildings have huge potential not there are only 10 12 gurdwaras which are open now mm-hmm. but i have documented around 270 historic places in pakistan right. which can become like a biggest magnet for the six all around the world and most of them have to come from india so it's the nris will go but that still not does not make the 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 biggest a tourist attraction as far as logistic goes so people have to visit from india so i think if this research is well taken by both the countries india and pakistan and the indian researchers and the pakistan researchers starts working together academically they and they, they start doing some university conferences and what not over the um, these particular gurdwara buildings in pakistan which are not gurdwaras now hmm. and start telling people that okay in spite of these 70 years of hate still the gurdwaras in pakistan inside they are still safe they the holy compositions have not been erased people have utilized those buildings but our artwork frescoes are still mm. perfectly maintained right whereas in india most of that has become modern marble white mm. colored gurdwara you don't see different variety right in pakistan though they have used it for their different own private purposes but they have not erased anything like i don't see any religious intolerance that sometimes we come across in the media right so that helps me to connect the people of india and pakistan on that at least that level that okay your buildings which are in pakistan for six they are still in that earlier stage where the earlier um, priests or the contractors you know or the people faithful had built so you still get that feeling the older ancient heritage feeling that you still get in in pakistan i see so the the non sikh researchers they can find lot of sikh treasure in pakistan still which is in quite uh, preserved position from where they can understand more about sikh philosophy which is now not these days it has been in my opinion totally taken to a different level mm-hmm. like what we talk about sikh now is not how sikhism as a philosophy was supposed to be absolutely okay. and especially now considering what's going on in india right now yes. this is very appropriate i think wasn't it last year there was a whole group that went and visited uh, gurdwaras in pakistan it was the first time yes. ever right yes, and exactly. i think they went where guru nanak had one of the stops was where guru nanak had started writing yeah so the last year at uh, kartarpur sahib is the corridor that was opened last year in november i was also there i was from the pakistani side oh okay. <laughs> i was on the welcoming side from oh, for, okay. the, for the people visiting from from india that's where the, the last few years about 18 19 years of gurunanak dev was spent at that particular farmlands of kartarpur it is only 2 miles from the border so now the both countries have seen huge 
is most of that. What's happening there is actually people from India, they tell on Facebook, hey, we are coming from this village. And then the same village people in Pakistan, they are coming because, you know, all those villages had the same name. When people in 1880, they started moving from the Punjab, which is in India now, to the Punjab in Pakistan to develop the farmlands there, they still kept the similar village, na village name. So the same village you will name, like Chabal in India, mm -hmm. you will find the Chabal in Pakistan. Do you remember also. my village Of Chabal. course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I of course remember Mr. Yes, of I always remember that. So, okay. so when people say, okay, we are coming from this village, then the mm -hmm. people from that village also come, and then from here it will be coming till on Jat Sikh, and from there it will be coming till on Jat Muslim. Okay. So it becomes very interesting for people oh same last name can be Muslim and Sikh also so, so it's making the people thinking very much different oh wow really we have the same last name and they like each other so it's developing a peace and harmony at a very different level which other was the diplomats the as you we, everyone knows that on the border both sides are losing people, people like big time many countries won't even have lost people in the wars as much just in the regular skirmishes India and Pakistan both have lost the brave soldiers on, mm -hmm. on either side I'm not you know just both sides have lost the soldiers so just if people can start improving their relations on on basis of these religious buildings in Pakistan, that develops a very good feeling of love and harmony in the future generations to come, to answer your question. Right, right. So how long did, has this book taken you to? About 12 years. 2008 was my first one. So wow. For, so before the Facebook and WhatsApp came, first I used to give ads in the newspaper there, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, I know there is a place here I want to hire professional photographer, mm -hmm. please go in Sindh, Balochistan, Khyber Pakhtunwa, Kashmir, it was very difficult because just by my name, they know, they know that I'm Indian, though I'm living in the U.S., so right. things were very hard. So I sometimes used to get a lot of pictures which are actually not Gurdwaras, they will just send it because I used to yeah. pay per building. Yeah. <laughs> so now since Facebook came in, it got really popular in 2014. 13, 14 started getting popular. Now things have become a lot easier for me. And I, and I found a lot of work that I had done previously was not right. Because now the people, first I make friends. Like there are some buildings when I know in the revenue records, they show it as it used to be a Gurdwara hmm. or even a Hindu temple. But the people over there deny it. But I know it is. it used to be. So I have now with Facebook, it's easy. You find out who lives there. You make them friends. You wait one year, two years. Interesting. And then when you go next time, then you say, oh, by the way, I'm in your area. Do you know of any Gurdwara? Then once you're friends, they'll say, oh, by the way, my house was also. Why don't you come in and there are some nice pictures there. That's wow. how wow. do it in a nice way without getting, you know. You know that, That's a lot of patience. Yeah, that you have to. The, if wow. you say it before you have developed that bond, the, you will be blocked off and you, you, right, you're right. gone. Yeah. I mean, you have journey very simply put. Kiya, but in yeah. 2008, yeah. last year there was Pulwama. And yeah. yeah, political when things of change, course. how does it affect oh, you? It's a lot of You know, what happens is, like I have about taken help of about 40 photographers in Pakistan. So, so, so what, uh, the biggest worst thing is that these days when something happens, like now, now Delhi riots happened or Pawana mm -hmm. happened or even Pele, anything that happens, people start posting online something. Mm -hmm. And let's say if my friends in Pakistan post something which is against India or something, then it hurts us or some other people. So that starts creating problem when you're working international. So what we have done now is that whenever any these tense moments come for about one month, just take yourself away from social media. Don't post anything after the thing. Let the politicians do their job. Let the common people not post anything negative. We don't know what's happening yeah. on the ground zero, you know. So let's let's not spoil our relations. Actually, we lost a lot of people in the beginning because whenever something like this would happen, I would post something, they would post something, and I said, later I 
few years later down the road we said that's not right you know something's going to keep happening in these countries right some problem will keep happening the relation we build in 2 3 4 years it just goes away with just second. and it goes away with those incidences which you have nothing to do right mm. so it's better just to stay off take off one month just talk about your photos and whatever you are doing Yeah. So how can people find out about your book? Uh, it's available on Amazon, uh, The Sikh Heritage Beyond Borders. It's available on Amazon or um, I have website to the sikhheritage.com. It's okay. available there and I'm trying to do uh, uh, presentations in different parts of the world. I'm even planning to go to Nairobi in Wonderful. in August. Yes. So so I'm trying to reach out to Mombasa. I will I will go. Yes, I remember that. That's your other pin. Yeah, that's my pin. If you can join, that'll be great. In yeah. mid in mid August I plan to. My dad would be thrilled to hear about this. Love that. So yeah, so, yeah. so that's how I'm trying to outreach and tell people about these wonderful marvels that are in Pakistan. I have slide shows and I'm still waiting from different organization this anybody wants to do a presentation at their place at their gurdwara or at a library or something you know i'm available to do that wow so um wait, what's next for dr pandu <laughs> next is for now you know i want to definitely uh, the book is written now the book has been done the next the big the biggest thing is that how many people will read it so our community as we know is not much into reading that becomes very challenging especially the book that's because they never came to genius kids but that's why you have pictures na pictures are palad hi lenge yeah picture palad rehte hain so that's what the next is to do some kind of like i have now for each chapter i have written questions multiple How about a movie yeah or a movie or a documentary i have a lot yeah. of videos from there so th- that is next but i want to take a break of at least 2 years i want to get my businesses back on where they they were supposed to be or they they should have been so of course they have been that has been lacking in the last few years due to my attention getting towards my hobby and passion so but i will be back to do something like so on it pull out a few more teeth <laughs> yeah pull out one more teeth or you know you could just uh, come here on radio zindagi of and your <laughs> yeah, of course That's but no It's absolutely i think uh, i mean books people have forgotten to read books because yeah. now everybody just sits on social media people yeah. have actually forgotten to read and i yeah. always tell parents you know get back to the old traditional reading yeah. um but a lot of people like myself who have add can't read yeah. so it helps when you have do- i watch documentaries all the time sure. and visuals so sure. if you can put things together i think it's a little teaser to lead to the book it would be great sure actually that is, uh, has been proposed to me by uh, smithsonian museum you know they approached me few weeks ago and they want to convert my book into yeah. something uh, multimedia type wow, of thing so absolutely. that is something netflix that, uh, let's see let's see how far we can go that would be amazing yes, yes. but uh, that is something that i look forward to in the in the long run because i know that's where we need to channelize for now uh, the book is available only in print print media but it has to be digitalized as well but i did know Notice from Facebook, you travel to other countries as well. Were you also visiting Gurdwaras, or were those just vacations? No, I've been always visiting the places where religions meet. Like my favorite one has been Portugal, Spain. Uh, because what about Macindo and Quito? Yeah, I went I, there also. You yeah. went there. Yeah, so went that's there. a fascinating Gurdwara. Yes, I went to the, all those Gurdwaras. So the purpose is to see when people settle, how do they get acclimated with their local religions? That has been my hobby to understand. So everywhere I'm going, I'm trying to see how the local culture impact the religion and what kind of things they bring together. So in Africa, I actually learned a lot there. has yeah. always been my favorite destination. Macindo is a Gurdwara in the middle of the National Park. Yeah. Oh, really? Amazing yeah. Gurdwara. It's amazing. What I find most amusing is that while they accept, like, you know, Sikhs uh, accept the new culture, they don't let go of their own identity, sure. which I think is remarkable. Of course, I think that is what has kept them, like, you know, as you, you can see, you know, I'm not a true religious Sikh. I sometimes wear turban, I don't. But what has fascinated with Sikhism is that it has established itself as one, it's it's religious scripture it is one which has 
the hymns from Hindu, Muslim, and Sikh gurus. So it has actually it was started like this, you know, where you can, where there is not any such obligation. Like you can read any page, any any part of Sri Guru Granth Sahib, which has been mm-hmm. written by people from either it's Islam or Hinduism mm-hmm. or or there are Sikh gurus. So that was the purpose of having langar also. So the things were started like this, where all everyone is is treated yeah. to be equal, yeah. sure. and that's what has kept me my interest in history of um, uh, six as such I see okay. well it's time to almost wrap up time went really fast I can't you know thank you enough for coming on the show and I really wish you the best of luck with thank you Mr. and now that. that you talked about reading I will go home and start reading the first page <laughs> okay. it's a great coffee table book I'll sure. tell you one thing it's thank beautiful you. and thank you for sending me my copy it's actually fantastic thank you so much I, I need my copy as well but I will borrow it's from on Amazon <laughs> 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 that will help me if anyone listening can go on Amazon and can purchase it I know it's expensive it's about $100 book but it does help you know to take our mission to the next level and all this as I said before you know it all starts from small steps like uh, from genius kids you know I remember when Miss Venus started and now she has a big franchise so all of us learn from each other it's, it has been a teamwork to, to get to this level no and Absolutely. I think it's important to uh, introduce your children to books something like this because how many times you go to the library and get a book like this so I think for everyone out there and if like someone that. actually does cannot do anything at least tell your library the name that you need this book once yes. you have asked the library to bring the they book will they, will, they will get it for you and that will help me definitely All thank right. you so much Dr. Pannu ok alright so the name of the book is The Sikh Heritage do not forget it Beyond Borders Beyond Borders The Sikh Heritage Beyond Borders do yes. not forget to check it out on Amazon and ask in your local library you are listening to Candid Conversation with Renu Dillon we will be back next week stay tuned to Radio Zindagi